Have you been searching for a community that gets it? Join me, your host, Monique, as we get real about the emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual effects infertility has on its victims. Let's connect and heal together. I am one in eight, too. Thank you guys for tuning in to Infertility and Me podcast. I am your host, Monique, and this morning we'll be having a discussion with Coach Sam Lindley, and she's going to be talking to us all the way from Wiltshire, UK. Sam is a natural healer and has been in the business for 20 years. She works successfully with women who have already attempted IVF and those who have suffered with PCOS and endometriosis and women who have no idea why they haven't been able to conceive. Sam says her purpose is to bring the gift of fertility healing into the world, and it seems she has a natural gift for this. And we're going to get right into the episode, and I thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week to hear unique stories and journeys from people from all various walks of life and from many different continents. Thank you. Yeah, so I became a healer about 20 years ago. I'm almost 50 now. And I had gone along to a mediumship evening, so where a group of people come together to receive a reading from a medium. And I'd gone with one of my best friends who had lost two of her brothers um, at different times of their life. And she was hoping to receive a message. It was kind of the first time I'd gone along to anything like this. I wasn't particularly awake at that point. I wasn't particularly spiritual, but I had an interest with developing. And I went along to this mediumship evening and the medium was a guy and he came over to me and he said, you're a healer. Mm. And I was like, what does that even mean? You are a healer. And that really sparked something within me and I started looking into what a healer was and and actually you know just organically just intuitively I had had a healing energy people would always come to me with their problems and their worries and so it was happening already in my life and I took it to the next stage I qualified in becoming a Reiki healer and that was really where my awakening really began. And I spent 20 years developing my healing and it really, really helped me to heal my life because 20 years ago, I I lived quite a codependent life. I was very dependent on people around me for my own happiness. I never really felt enough. I didn't have a lot of self-worth. And through the healing and developing myself, a lot of self-development, um, I've able to come to a stage where I have a lot of peace and fulfillment and purpose in my life. Awesome. Awesome. What a great story. And yeah, I think a lot of people will resonate with that as well if they've had similar, you know, yes. transform transformations is what I like to call it. So yeah. that, that's amazing. And so how did exactly you get into the niche of fertility in those who have battled infertility? Yes. So another quite interesting story. So I live in the UK um, and I moved about three and a half hours away to be near the coast. Okay. Um, I'm a cancer sign. I'm a water sign. I love being by the water. And what I realized, what I noticed when I moved to the coast was 
my psychic abilities really started to heighten mm. and my work really started to take off in a different way. And I'd left, left a business card in my previous town where I'd worked previously. And a lady had seen the business card and she called me up. And she was really, really desperate. She was on her fertility journey and she'd been on her fertility journey for a good three or four years. She'd attempted IVF three times mm -hmm. and she called me and she said, look, I'm interested in healing. I've never had healing, but something about your, your energy kind of called me. Would you help me try to become pregnant? And I was like, I was, really transparent at that point and I said you know I've never helped anybody with fertility mm -hmm. but if you're really open then should we give this a go and it meant because she lived so far away that we would we would um, have our sessions our one-to-one -one sessions via phone every two weeks and what what kind of transpired was was absolutely incredible so we had about four sessions on the phone and she was very very open and my approach is energetic i'm an energy healer so i listened deeply to i listened deeply to what she was saying and sharing but also i'm reading her energy i'm i'm recognizing her blocks in her energy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and this is why I believe energy healing for fertility can work really well because the healing can happen spontaneously. Mm -hmm, it does mm -hmm. not have to take years. And, and so what transpired was she had about four sessions with me. And then I said to her, look, I feel what would really work for you would to back this up is to go and have a womb massage. And this is something that I've since gone on to training. Mm -hmm. And she went and had one womb massage. And then within that cycle, she became pregnant. And that was just, you know, the, the absolute joy for her. And, you know, the fact that she didn't have to go through another process of IVF again. And, you know, financially it was, it cost her a small fortune and she, she didn't want to have to go through that again. And that was really the beginning. And she went on to have a, a beautiful baby girl. Mm. And from there it was very organic. And I do believe sometimes with our calling, with our purpose, that people are just drawn to your energy. I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you believe, I do. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I definitely do. Yeah. Yes. It's almost like with the saying that a lot of the, the younger people use, and they, they call it finding your tribe, yes. finding your community. And yes. I think that we draw people to us, and I think that we are drawn to certain yes. types of people and certain energies and auras and things. So I definitely resonate. Yeah, and, and sometimes you know. don't know why, do you? No. You just no. You just really <laughs> connect with somebody. Yeah. And even before you've spoken to them, you're like, you know, ah, oh, I'd love to be in this person's energy. Yeah, just be in their space. Yeah. 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 And then and then really from there, it just kept happening. And and ladies would um would call me up and just say, you know, I'm struggling with fertility. Can you help me? And the process seemed to get much quicker. And mm -hmm. and, and so quite often now I'll have one session and, and more often than not online, I'll have one session with a client and 
we are able to kind of get to the block really, really quickly. And, you know, I'll ask prompting questions because sometimes when, you know, I'm, I kind of touch the spot and then the emotions come for that person, that shifts energy. So yeah. it's incredibly simple. The process is incredibly simple, but very, very powerful. So then the next lady that approached me, she had had three miscarriages and she was in a lot of pain. She really, really wanted a baby. Mm. And we had one session together. And within that one session, I did a visualization with her. And within that visualization, she could really connect with this little baby that she so desperately wanted. And she conceived in that cycle. And, and so the process started to get a lot, lot quicker. And, and I was almost like, what is happening here? You know, something much bigger than me is happening here. You know, a higher power is at work here. And I had to just keep trusting that what was coming through was right for that particular client. And then it, that just kept happening and, and, and it just kept repeating. Um, and then most recently I trained in wound massage, which is a wonderful way of working with a client because it's hands-on, it's beautifully nurturing. So the, the lady feels very, very supported and held in a, in a really sacred space. And this one particular lady had, um, she had uh, problems with, with um, gynae problems and also she had a cyst on her ovary and she was due to start IVF next month. Mm -hmm. And she came for one womb massage and she conceived in that cycle. So, I kind of combine either online, just online for a mm. client who works long, you know, far, far away. Right. It's just online. And then I really wanted to have that option of coming to have a womb massage and having hands on where I could actually move the energy within that womb space. And so far, both are working really, really well. And I just trust that if somebody can only work with me online, that is the way that we're meant to work together. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love that. And I love how you said, we were just speaking about just being in a place where we energetic, uh, energy, um, um, where our energy draws people to us without having to do much. Yes. I think that's, and for those who are spiritual will understand that, um, it's about raising your vibration to a level where it meets where you need to be in order to make yes. those kinds of connections because you can't do it when you're in a place of um, desperation and you can't do it. Yes. You know, you can't reach it when you're in a place of uh, not knowing who you are, you know, that to a certain so extent, true. you know what I mean? So I think that's really powerful. And that's so true. Amazing. And you yeah and you notice if you're having a low vibe day you know it happens to all of us oh, <laughs> if you're having a, lo a low vibe day how you know that just wouldn't work for you on a low vibe day like you 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 know mm -hmm. not necessarily the 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 transformation that happens on a coaching session might not happen if you're having a really low vibe day yeah because you're yeah. not open your energy's not open you're not aligned to to me necessarily and so what I notice is the, the people that this work works with, 
they are, they've got themselves into a higher vibration yeah. so that this can happen. And, and recognizing that, you know, especially on your fertility journey, because every day is crucial in your cycle, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you yeah. live by your cycle and, and this can bring up a huge amount of um, energy around controlling, mm-hmm. you know, want, wanting mm-hmm. something to happen in a certain way, in a certain time frame can be a huge block, but also it can bring your vibration right down. Yeah. Yeah. So I really get that. That's a really good point. And then I like what you said just now too about control and yes. a lot of raising the vibration and, and, and reaching yeah. a new level spiritually is about losing control. So yes. <laughs> it's almost the opposite, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, I say to my clients, like in our first session, because that's always coming up for them. I haven't come across one lady yet who's not trying to control how this works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? And I, you know, and I say to them, like, what is the absolute opposite of what you're doing right now which is trying to control which is quite often rigid mindset rigid thinking and it is surrendering it is giving this over to what i believe a higher power there's there's something more at work here than just Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. and the moment that we get that the moment we surrender we give this over and we trust like never before Mm-hmm. There's something that happens, like you're saying, your vibration rises, raises, you, you feel more open and therefore your whole energetic being becomes open. Yeah. Yes. And that's when that person will come in and she's the person who helps you on your fertility journey. So something that really came in this morning when I was preparing for this is you know, um, about if a certain approach has not been working, mm-hmm. mix it up, try something different because energy loves change. Yeah, that's true. You know, so yeah, it, it, it can be even starting to exercise, like just moving energy in our body can help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one and of the basic have, principles yeah. is to get moving, to, yes. to get, to get your, your, your protons, your neurons, and all those other things moving, yes. because those things are what make up our energy. So, Absolutely, you know, absolutely. And, 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 and getting out of a stagnant place. I think by, yes. you know, I really, um, I can imagine for people who have office jobs, how stagnant they become throughout the day if, if they don't get up and move around. I have a friend actually who gets up and she moves yep. around and then she'll take during her break for work she'll meditate and, and uh, wow yeah and her and her boss allows her that time and it's amazing that uh, companies are actually realizing how effective it is for people to get up yes. and move around and to just have a moment and breathe because meditation can come in many forms it could just be going outside and taking you know lots of deep breaths of air you know and just yes. connecting to to um to ourselves yes. and, um, and what a different approach yeah. you would have to your work yeah when you're taking regular breaks and maybe doing a walking meditation or you're present at your desk having a break or you know what a completely different approach you would have to work yeah and i think that's why children are it just reminds me because i am in the toddler phase with my son it reminds oh. me so much of 
just the way children move all the time. And it seems that they are happiest in those times. Yes. That's so true. So interesting. I just, it just came to me like that. Yeah. They don't want to sit still. They just want to move, 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 don't they? Yeah. (laughs) And that says a lot about what we could do as adults and getting more movement in our life. Absolutely. And I, and I really believe that movement in any way. So if you're stuck, so say you're on your fertility journey and you've been trying a certain approach, mix it up, try something completely different. Yeah. mix up your life you know um a, a, another way of approaching this is you know many many females on the fertility journey will s- kind of get stuck and stay in a limbo mm. so they won't be enjoying life fully because they're so you know it becomes an obsession it's like unless i'm pregnant i cannot live my life fully i cannot allow myself to be happy yeah And so, you know, what shifts that quicker than anything is for you to start just focusing on on being present to life as it is right now and not making anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And and starting to allow joy back in, starting to enjoy life. And that shifts that low vibration very, very quickly. I've been talking a lot about that uh, recently on my Instagram page and I did a live and I was, that's one of the key takeaways that I wanted people to understand was that I didn't do a live. I'm sorry. I did an IGTV. So, yeah. um, and that's one of the key takeaways that I, I wanted to people to, to understand and to, I hope the message was clear was that there's life outside of the journey and yes. you need to, and you need to, I also said to give a break, give yourself a break after you get diagnosis and figure yes. out exactly what form of plan you're going to use or what forms of plan you're going to use because you can yes. add acupuncture. And like you said, you could add Reiki and Reiki and yeah. journey and massages, you know, just get a whole work yes. and, and do many different forms of meditation and connecting with your feminine energy and yes. wound. because if, if you're going to do IVF, which I did, Yes. You have to implement some things of normalcy and some things of relaxation and yes. some things that uh, just take you completely outside of that and, and help you stay grounded. And it took yeah. me a very long time in my journey to, to figure that out. Even though I was always very spiritual, I didn't, at the time, in the beginning, I didn't understand how important it was mm. to do those things that are that keep me grounded to continue the activities the hobbies and yes. all the senses of normalcy you know and I did Rikai and everything and it helped because I actually had a right tubal blockage and when I went back four years later it was gone so I can wow. <laughs> exactly and I haven't told many people that that was like my Gosh. little secret that was like my little secret. So I'm coming out of the closet with that one. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. That's a yeah. huge message to share. I definitely did it. I definitely did it. And um, it, it felt amazing. It was about a 45 minute session. I'll never forget it. It was in Virginia and the lady was very loving and, um, and very, uh, she patient with me because it was a yeah. new experience for me in that way. And um, I, I did that two years after two, two and a half years after actually getting diagnosis of right tubal blockage. Wow. 
when, of course, when the radiologist saw it, they like, okay, well, we have your information here. It says your, your right tube is supposed to be blocked. And, God. you know, his explanation from his analytical and logical mind was that it must have been mucus, maybe from the menses, some tissue got stuck in there, and now has, it has cleared itself out. Whatever yeah. the blockage was, because yeah. I never got tested to see or have it removed by a doctor to see what it was exactly and get it biopsy. So I just let it be. And I was like, you know, yeah. you know what, what it's going to be, it's going to be, you know. Absolutely. But what, <laughs> what an incredible, yeah. what an incredible message to share. And, you know, I believe that because, you know, I, I live and breathe my, my healing and I, I, I speak to other healers. And this is yeah. things that happen every single day. Yeah, the unexplainable explains. Yes, you know it I mean? is. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, yes, absolutely. And I think it gives hope to other people to try different healing modalities mm-hmm. as well as the medical processes. Yeah. Yeah. And if somebody wants to try completely the, 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 the holistic route, then do that too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Because then it'll give your body rest and detoxification from medicine, uh, you know, from absolutely. everyday medicines that we take doing this it's yeah. so many medicines that people take it's it's like yeah oh my gosh uh it's, it's crazy how much medicine you take so i think it's important for people to take breaks especially yeah. after diagnosis really get clear about what you're going to do and and tap into your yourself and tap into your subconscious mind and, and connect with your your creator if you believe and if you don't believe just get, just figure it out and i think it's yes. important for people to process because you know and I'm pretty sure a lot of your clients tell you that you, you go through all of these motions with IVF and, you know, IUI, ICSI for the men and all these different approaches. But I, a lot, most people do not sit and let it resonate. And I think it's very important. And I learned from my journey is to, to sit in it and to let it resonate and to feel what you need to feel and Absolutely. come to terms with it. And that's taking care of the emotional and mental side of it. So I think, Absolutely. I think that's really important. And I think a lot of your work is probably helping people in that way. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And and not maybe just thinking that one way is the only way. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. so important. It's so very important that um you know, I I think that society has us trained to believe that there's only one way to do things. Yes. And then when we find out, well, sheesh there's all these other things I could do to (laughs) to help me solve this problem or to help me get through it and that's why I think a lot of people find the awakening process so so awakening because (laughs) they forget absolutely childlike sense of intuition can sometimes take a back burner it can and and we're conditioned to think in such a linear way Mm -hmm. and you know, some of the work that I do is very much about bringing the feminine in and, you know, men are linear, females Mm -hmm. aren't, but we seem to have become much more linear and single-minded in our approach to um, our lives. Yeah. And so, you know, the feminine is, she's intuitive. She, she listens to her intuition. So for somebody who is opening up to the holistic approach, there's a reason that you're being called to um, to look into this further. You you know, as a female, we are so intuitive. So when somebody new who maybe has a holistic approach comes into our life, I always believe that's for a reason. And you know, many of the ladies that I've worked with, they haven't been particularly awakened on their spiritual path, but they've had 
an interest in in trying something different and i think that makes a huge difference to the results that we see yeah yeah because if you haven't got that open mindedness then you're that's a block in itself mhm 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 yeah really i think is. that um i think that with medicine and all its greatness and what it does for people um you know it's almost like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like, okay, we're open to IVF because we can see these tangible things yes. happening. And, you know, whether it's successful or not, you know, we, we keep going. So yes, with spirituality and dealing with the unseen or like, you know, mm. your clients coming in and suddenly being healed or suddenly, get, suddenly yes. getting pregnant. Um, ah what's the way i'm trying to think of the word i'm trying to say but um it's like okay if you can have faith in today's medicine yes then why not then why not try this way too why not uh open your heart your spirit and your mind to allowing the universe and the creator to come in and do an inner working on you and submitting because we have to submit to infertility and the fact that we may need help, right? So why yes. not submit ourselves to the creator and to the universe? Why not submit to that too? Why not just mm -hmm. do it all encompassing? And yes. I think that's why I appreciate your work so much because it, it's, it's doing that. It's helping people to tap into, like you said, the feminine energy and yeah. coming out of the analytical mind. Um, because we, I think we get stuck in that. I think we get stuck in the, in the analytical side of our brain. Definitely. And it becomes a yeah. loop. It becomes a, a constant loop of, of, of a way of thinking. And the feminine isn't, that's not her truth. No, that's not her truth. So, you know, when that first lady contacted me, you know, even though she wasn't particularly spiritually awake, she knew there was something deep within her that said contact this lady and you know even when I said look I'm three and a half hours away from you now I can't I won't be able to see you in, per in person mm -hmm. there was still something intuitively that said this is the right person mm -hmm. and when we trust that inner knowing miracles happen in our lives yeah you know when I've trusted that in my life when I've worked with certain coaches or mentors I haven't always got what I thought I needed or wanted, but I've absolutely got what I needed. So I didn't always get what I wanted, but I always got what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a trusting that if something feels aligned, if something feels right, then that is feeling like that for a reason, just as much as when something feels wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, as females, we know when something feels wrong, it feels yucky, it feels off. But quite often we override that through thinking it through and we talk ourselves into doing things that actually are not aligned for us. So mm -hmm. with this particular client, you know, she knew she didn't want to put her body through another round of IVF. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she was because pain causes us to make changes yeah. so she was in so much pain by this point emotionally mm -hmm. that she knew that she had to try something different and that was what caused her to do the work with me and I see this very often is I won't be your first port of call 
you will probably be on quite a process before you come to me. And it's the amount of pain that you're in that will cause you to try something completely different. And I see that all of the time. And, and it's what I would suggest to, though, to, your, to your listeners is don't leave that cycle too long. Yeah. Because, you know, I've spoken to some potential clients who um, are maybe seven, eight, ten years on their fertility journey further down the path. And they're like, do you know what is so hard for me to even try this approach? Because I've just I'm I'm down that black hole so far mm. that I don't think this approach would work. Whereas the ladies that I've had really good results with they're maybe three, four, five years down their fertility journey, but they're still open. There's, there's a glimpse of you could prize them open a little bit enough to get in there and for this work to, to actually work. Mm, 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 that's powerful. And you know what? Even for the people that come to you and they consult with you and, and maybe you, you do like a free consult or something like yes. that. Or yes, or 15-minute consult. Yeah. I think it's even when they say that there is still too far down in the, in the rabbit hole <laughs> for it to yeah. essentially be bring, brought out of them. You know, I think that just coming into contact with you is enough yes. because spirit yes. is spirit and spirit is, is omnipresent. So yeah. I think just coming in contact with your spirit is absolutely is enough to direct them in a different direction yeah if they don't come back to you necessarily but maybe absolutely start it plants the seeds exactly it? exactly it plants the seed yeah, yeah. that actually yeah. you know that might that first consultation might have just prized them open a little bit but maybe they're they're thinking maybe they're still rigid rigidly thinking and it's like well that's not going to work for me but you never know. They might do a few more cycles and, and, and not conceive and then come back. Yeah. So we, you know, we have to work with people with where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I am not a believer about trying to sell my work because that is absolutely the wrong energy and, and, and it would not work. So we can only share our own journeys, can't we? And, and the work that we're doing and the results we're getting. And those people who are ready, absolutely ready to work with you, they will feel that and they will walk towards you. There's never, you never have to sell what you're doing because yeah. those people yeah. just know energetically that actually I'm six months on now, I'm a year on, but actually I'm ready to try this. And that's the energy that they would be in when they come and work with me. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we said in the beginning, and like you said in the beginning, that the the energies find each other. Mm. They, yes. You know, you find each other, even when you're not subconsciously aware of it. You find each other. Well, you're you're not consciously aware of it, I should say, because your subconscious is, is always yes. the spirit. Um, so, you know, even yeah. when you're not consciously aware of it, and they just, you know, it's like being in a car and you end up in a, in one destination, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're expecting to go another place. So absolutely, I, I, I think that's really powerful. And I, and, I, and I believe that when social media is used with an intention, in an intentional way mm-hmm. to help people, um, this is how we connect because here we are, I'm in the UK, I mean the US and you're in the UK, you yes. know? And I'm yeah. How did that types, happen? <laughs> yeah. And how does that happen? It would never have happened. <laughs> no, outside of absolutely. Social media, you know what I mean? And it would never yeah. have happened um, 
it would just never have happened because, and then I think because uh, we, we both are using it in an intentional way. Yeah. Um, and that is why we draw, you know. Absolutely. And your, your energy yeah. called me immediately. It was just when I'd started coming on Instagram to share my work. And I was drawn to your energy really, really quickly. And, you know, and, and I just felt it was aligned just completely yeah. aligned and this is what happens and I just want to touch on something about our subconscious so sometimes um a, a a female will come to me and she's had trauma from her childhood I just want to bring this in because this might speak to some of your listeners That's so when we've had trauma from our childhood subconsciously we may be, we may have a block about becoming a parent mm. because on a unconscious level, we might not want to put a child through that ourselves. Yeah. We might still be holding on to pain from our own childhood. And when we recognize that might be happening and as a healer, I start working with that person to move through that mm -hmm. and to allow herself to feel those emotions and move through that so it can heal. There's some big shifts that come. So I really want to bring that in because some people really don't know what the block is, why this isn't happening. But sometimes it can be that we have some fear about becoming a parent because we we experience maybe a very um a dysfunctional family dynamic or childhood trauma or abuse something like that and that can very much play out but we're not conscious of it so i wanted to bring that just it might wake something up in in some of your listeners that actually maybe that's somewhere where i could be looking at and looking to heal that as well yeah, that's amazing. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm so glad you said that because that was part of my Reiki session as well um, yes. in dealing with um, childhood trauma and, yeah. and, and saying goodbye to it. And um, yeah, it's, it's a powerful tool. <laughs> I'm telling it you guys. Is. Yes. Looking and at, just bringing yeah. it into the light. So, you know, a lot of this stuff stays in our shadow. It stays in, in, in our unconscious. And when somebody brings it up, you know, when I, when I, cause I have a quite a in-depth consultation form that I give my clients and I'll always ask about childhood and when I can, you know, very quickly see that there was some trauma there, um, that wants to come into the light. It wants to heal. Yeah. So again, I feel that, you know, uh, the healing path is very, very powerful for anybody who has experienced any kind of trauma dysfunction or abuse in their childhood and mm. indeed as, as an adult as well because that energy can unconsciously block fertility yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and um anybody who has who is knows anything a little even just a little bit about spirits and even if it's someone who's religious because there was a time when i was very religious and i was actually yeah. a minister um in the christian faith so um, even in Christianity and Catholicism and such, you know, you use your tools. So I feel like coming to you as a coach, you provide a service and you provide tools to help yes. with the journey. And, and, and we also, you know, and I still pray and I meditate and such because yeah. I have a different understanding of what those things are now. So I yeah. think that people 
and, and, you know, really to pray and to meditate is really just to get in touch with yourself and to tune into what your subconscious, which is always connected to spirit, is trying Mm. to speak to you and tell you. And, you know, it's very important that we allow that quiet time. And I'm really loving this 5 a.m. time right now (laughs) in the U.S. because it is so freaking peaceful and quiet. I really have to get on this thing and get up earlier before the baby. I'm doing that right now, Monique. Are you? you? Yes. I'm trying to get up a little bit earlier each day. And I have to say, I feel so much more energized when I do that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I can stop drinking coffee too. I have to get back to that. <laughs> That's a topic for a <laughs> different discussion. Yeah, yeah, one <laughs> thing at a time. But this is amazing, Coach Sam. I love it. This is amazing. Oh. I'm so glad we got to connect. Yes, to, so um, am I. And to bring people into greater awareness. And I think maybe we'll have to do another session and just get That'd a little be deeper. Just get a little yes. deeper with the thing. So this is yes. amazing. Oh my gosh. I appreciate yeah. your insight and your intuition intuitive insight as well and i hope that the listeners uh really listen and and go beyond um you know religion yeah. and all those things that can sometimes uh, absolutely blind, give, sometimes give, blind us you know what i mean so yeah, yeah absolutely and and you know just a few just quick tips that i've kind of noted down are one rigid thinking is I believe number one block. Yeah. So stay open, try something different, have a different approach, mix it up, get your body moving, have a massage so that energy can start moving around your womb space. And the next tip is trust in a higher power. Trust that this is not all down to you. That's a huge responsibility. You know, surrender, give this over to the divine or whatever your belief system is and trust like you've never trusted before, because that just absolutely shifts your energy out of control into a surrendering. And what happens is your whole being opens Mm -hmm. up and you start to notice signs and synchronicities, people coming into your life. You know, you, you might read something that you're like, oh my gosh, I need to try that. And that is your path to conceive. So I just wanted to bring those couple of tips. Amazing. Yeah. I think that's it's short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah. And, and very clear. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Coach Sam, again, so much for your Thank time you this so morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been an absolute